This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. It said, who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? We know his name because Jesus said, I come in my Father's name. I come in my Father's name. We know that that name is Jesus. Amen. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. And I just want to say thank you, uh, Pastor Grizzle, for this opportunity this morning. Thank you, church, for being here. Let's pray together. Precious God, we're thankful for your goodness, for your mercy, for all your love. And Lord, we ask, oh God, that you'd move by your spirit. Have your way this day. And Lord, we pray that you'd open up our understanding, open our, up our hearts. Lord, we pray that you touch this congregation of the believers. And we give you praise. We give you glory for it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I'm glad today that not only do I know the name, but I got a revelation of the name. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how in the Old Testament, God was called by many, many titles and many, many names that they had attributed to God. See, they were afraid to, to speak his name, that they may blaspheme him. And so they attributed God to many different things, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, and so forth. And, but they were just so scared that you know, they may do something because they valued the name Yahweh or Jehovah so much. You know, it's, it's unlike today when our world doesn't value the name of Jesus. They, if they only really knew him like you know him and like I know him and what that name means and what it can do, then they wasn't use it so lightly. Because I'm so thankful today that I know the meaning of the name of Jesus. Jesus means Jehovah Savior. Jehovah our salvation. Or Jehovah is salvation. Isaiah, he had prophesied in Isaiah 9 and 6, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So they was, he was telling all these attributes about this one that's going to come, that the governor is going to be upon his shoulder, that he was going to be the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. And all of, of heaven and earth was waiting to know what that name was going to be. Just like the writer of Proverbs said, his name will be revealed. His name shall be one. And all of heaven was given attention. When Gabriel came out in Matthew 1, 21, 
and said, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name. All of heaven perked up. All of eternity began to listen. We're going to hear his name. What is that name that's been hidden for the ages? His name shall be Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Oh, hallelujah. That's a saving name. It's a great name. There's no other name like the name of Jesus. See, the Hebrew word for salvation is Yeshua, also known as Jehoshua, and also he was known as Joshua. All these are comparable for salvation in the Old Testament as the word for salvation. When we speak the name of Jesus, it is the culmination of all of the Old Testament names that were given. When you say Jesus, you've said it all. Hey, when you said Jesus, you're saying it all because Jehovah is salvation. Jehovah is Joshua. Jehovah is Joshua Seah. Jehovah is all these things. When you say Jehovah, you have said it all. Jesus is the highest and the most exalted name ever revealed to mankind. Think about it. It is the highest and the most exalted name ever revealed to mankind. This is the name that God promised to reveal to Zechariah in 14 and 9. It states, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth in that day. There shall be one Lord and his name one. His name one. And I'm so glad that when I worship Jesus, I'm not worried. Am, am I not giving enough worship to God the Father? Am I leaving God the Son out? Is God the Holy Ghost being left out somewhere? When I worship Jesus, I'm worshiping the Father. When I worship Jesus, I'm worshiping the Son. When I worship Jesus, I'm worshiping the Holy Ghost. Because all these three are one. Amen. It just takes one name. The culmination of it all. You see, the New Testament church, they had an identity. And it was identified by the name of Jesus. It was identified by the name of Jesus. Jesus said that we would be hated because of his name. Because we've taken on the name. We would be hated. Disciples, they even counted themselves worthy to suffer shame for the name of Jesus. You see, to the world, you speak about Jesus sometimes because of their lifestyle. And how they're living, it brings condemnation, doesn't it? A lot of times the world, they don't want to hear the name of Jesus. But to the child of God, the name of Jesus 
It brings hope. It brings peace. It brings joy. And it brings salvation. It's amazing how people use this name so lightly. They'll use it in vain. It's amazing how people will never even speak the name, but let something tragic happen. Let something happen in their life that just shakes the very foundation. That all of a sudden they want to call on that name. You let an emergency take place, or a circumstance, or a near-death experience, all of a sudden they, that name becomes of great value. There's backsliders out there, people that's turned their back on God. That, that name still means something, but all of a sudden they just want to push it aside until something happens in their life and they've got to call on it. Amen. I tell you what, not only do I want to call on it in the bad times, but I want to call on it in the good times. Amen. I want to call on that name because I love that name. I want to call on that name because I have a revelation of the name. I want to call on that name because there's power in the name of Jesus. It's a great name. It brings hope. It brings peace. It brings joy. It brings salvation. Amen. Peter and John was going to the temple to pray at the hour of prayer. And there they saw the lame man begging, asking for alms. Peter fastened his eyes upon that lame man. And he just said, look on us. He looked up, the Bible says, expecting to receive something. He said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have. And I wonder many times, what does the church have today to offer the world? What do we have to offer the world? We go by and we see those that are lame spiritually. We see those that are lame Bogged down by sin. Bogged down by circumstances. Bogged down with all the the pressures and the troubles of life. What do we have to give them? Oh, I I don't want to walk by when somebody needs and be empty handed. Oh, but somehow we have something to offer the world, church. It's more than money. It's more than valuables. Oh, but we have a name to offer them. And with that name comes joy. With that name comes peace. With that name comes hope. With that name comes salvation. With that name comes healing. Silver and gold have I number such as I have. I want to give it to you. We're going to be talking about vision. We need to give them the vision. A vision of a better life. A vision of a better hope. A vision of a better tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. Because why? We are people of the name. We are called by his name. We know the meaning of the name. Oh, hallelujah. Can we give the Lord a hand clap? Thank you, Lord. Don't you know that name? Oh, Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Don't you get excited about the name? 
Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if I'll get finished with this or not today. We'll talk about the name. Philippians 2, verse 5, tells us, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being the form of God, thought it not robbery, but he equal to God. But he made himself of no reputation. Took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And I like this part. In being found fashioned as a man. See, the writer of Hebrews tells us that he was made a little lower than the angels. Crowned with glory and honor. So he could taste death for every man. Writer of Hebrews also said that verily he took not upon him the nature of angels, but he took upon him the seed of Abraham. He did all these things. He fashioned himself as a man. Why? So he could become obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Oh, and I like this part. Wherefore God has highly exalted him. When I say that name was, it was the most exalted name. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him what? A name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Amen. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. He is the exalted one. He is to be high and lifted up. Why? Because of his name. So you can speak a lot of names today and it doesn't mean a thing. Muhammad can't save you. Buddha would never heal you. Harry Krishna, they, they won't do anything for you. You can call on a lot of names, but it's meaningless. That's why when so many people get into trouble, they call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Something about even the atheists who go all their lives saying there is no God. But let them lay on their deathbed. And in their minds, they think about Jesus. In their mind, they think about slipping out into eternity. Many times they say, will you pray for me? I want to call on the name of Jesus. Because you see, the world today realized that there's got to be hope in something. They've got to put their trust in something. They've got to put their faith in something. You know, that's the type of world we live in today. The problem is they, they put... Misfaith, uh, they put their faith in the wrong thing. It's misplaced. Oh, but I'm glad today to be a part of the church of the living God. Amen. I'm going to put my trust. I'm going to put my, my faith. I'm going to put all my energies in the name of Jesus Christ. I tell you what, what separates us from all the other churches and all the denominations out there is one thing. It's the name. It's the name. The name makes the difference. See, the power 
of the name in an exalted position. It's one that we rely on. We take that name. We don't use it lightly. But we use it in its proper place. An exalted position. Great things happen. The Bible tells whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Well, when we preach and when we teach, Brother Grizzle, we do it in the name of Jesus. So we do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Mark 16 and 7, amen, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast down devils. Say, in my name they shall cast down devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. How? In my name. Jesus said, you're going to do it in my name. Well, hallelujah. In his name we receive supernatural power. We receive protection in his name. The sick is healed in his name. Signs and wonders are done in his name. We gather together like we have this morning in his name. Mm. We baptize in his name. Aren't you glad you've been buried in the name of Jesus? No other name that I know. We baptize in his name. Happened in Acts 2.38. Acts 8.19. Acts chapter 19. All these in Acts chapter 10. They were buried in the name of Jesus. Calling on the name of the Lord. Buried in the name of Jesus. Jesus knew that the importance as he was leaving this earth, ascending up into heaven after his resurrection. In Luke 24, verses 47 through 49, he said, And repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. He says, You're a witness of these things. Behold, I send a promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the seat of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Matthew 28 and 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. See, many times we, we talk about the name and we think, well, does that name have a, a magical formula? It's, ma- it's not magic. But see, the name of Jesus is unique because like any other name it represents the presence of its owner see I can speak somebody's name it's not here they're just all of a sudden going to show up they do I'm out of here Speak their name, but it's like all of a sudden appear. They're all of a sudden going to be there to help me. 
Oh, but I can speak the name of Jesus. Oh, you know what? He's as close as the mention of his name. All you got to do is say that name. Speak that name. And there he is to help in your time of need. When we call on his name in faith, he will manifest his power to meet our needs. Amen. You see, when you say that name, you got to say it with faith. See, anybody can say the name. But you got to say it with faith. It's just like the word. If the word that you hear is not mixed with faith, it's going to be unprofitable for you. But if you listen to the word and listen to it with faith, believing that it will work, believing what the word says, it'll reap great benefits. Same thing with the name of Jesus. When you pray in the name of Jesus, if you have faith, I tell you what, you can do all things. You can do all things through Christ. You can do all things through that name. But you got to have the faith. You got to have the revelation. You got to realize the power that is in the name. Amen. Sickness has to flee. Depression has to flee. Amen. When we speak that name. Amen. Sister Grizzle comes this morning as I begin to close. And the reason why we do that is because the name of Jesus has authority. It has authority. I like what it said in Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. No one has ever changed the course of mankind like Jesus Christ. There's been thousands of songs written about him. Thousands of books written about him. Many people have come in these last days saying, I'm Jesus trying to deceive many. The Bible, Jesus said they they would come. I thought about how you and I, the church today, we have that name to call upon. Go back and we look at the Old Testament believers. Who didn't know his name? There was glimpses of it. There was types of shadows. There was prophecies. There's all these things pointing to a Messiah to come, a Redeemer. They didn't. They didn't have that name. See, when God would move on their behalf, many times it took it took an action of faith on their part. They did not call on the name of Jesus. Moses didn't stand at the Red Sea and say, Jesus, part the waters. But he had an instrument of faith that was a staff, part of the waters. Israel marched around the walls of Jericho. They didn't march and then all of a sudden cry out a name. They didn't have the name. When Abraham, when Abram left Ur 
and went to a land that God had promised him. He stepped out on faith. He didn't know his name. He stepped out. In his time of trouble, you didn't hear him say, Jesus, direct my footsteps. So you and I today, we, we pray, God, order my footsteps. Direct me. Because we know the name. Three Hebrew children. See, all they had to hold on to was their integrity. And their faithfulness. God protected them. God stopped the mouths of the lions. Not because Daniel said, Jesus, will you help me? Because he was a praying man. David defeated the giant. Because he has proven his weaponry. He said, I don't come to you with a sword or spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. He's close. David was close. He didn't have the name to call on. Elijah, he didn't have the name. He had a mantle. You and I today in the church, we have his name, don't we? Oh, what a blessing. What an opportunity we have today. Because we have the name. What you going to do with it today? how valuable and how powerful and how precious and how lovely and how great the name of Jesus is. Let's all stand together this morning. You may have been raised in the church. You may be new to the church. You may have been in the church for a while. <coughs> but oh, just the value of that name. To know that we had that name to call on. Been baptized in his name. We've taken on his name. Because we have that name. We're different. We're not like anybody else. We're not like the, the normal churchgoers out there. We're not like the everyday just Sunday Christian. But we have the name branded into our lives. But when I was baptized in Jesus' name, I took on Jesus. When you were baptized in Jesus' name, you took on Jesus. That name is a great name. It's a powerful name. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.